Hello, welcome to my podcast, Empowered to Thrive. I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm your host, Kareen Powell. I'm an intuitive mentor, and I help people pleasers to find happiness, embrace courage, and experience peace of mind. But say you're not a people pleaser, and you're desperate for change and not sure how to make it happen, then I'm here to help. In this place, you're going to find motivation to live a life full of joy and resilience. We'll talk all things inner wellness. And because I'm a mom, we'll throw in some knock-knock jokes. Just kidding. We'll talk mom hacks and parenting sometimes. Whether it's your first time here or you listen week after week, I am wanting you to know, as I'm always wanting you to know, that your life is so significant. You are so valuable. And I, for one, am happy that you are alive. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And would you do me a favor? Would you go ahead and subscribe to my podcast? Give me a good rating and write a written review. Any of those three things would help me so very much, and I would appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. This is the second part of a two-part conversation. You're going to benefit if you listen to today's episode, even if you haven't heard last week's. But if you want to catch the fullness of what we were talking about, then you'll definitely want to go back and hear last week's episode and then come and listen to today's. Enjoy. All right. So let's talk about like some symptoms because maybe you're listening and you're like, you have a little one and you're like, oh, I don't know. Like maybe... I feel like they're a little bit more uncomfortable than a normal baby, or maybe it's you. And like, you feel like maybe you get a little bit more uncomfortable after you eat dairy or something. So like, what are the symptoms of um, some sort of food sensitivity? Um, Or I say food sensitivity is kind of a, I use that as a broad term, but um, there, there are slight differences between like an allergy, like a true allergy, a sensitivity and an intolerance. The main difference um, is an allergy. An allergy is an immediate reaction and you can test for it. A sensitivity or intolerance is a delayed reaction, but the, I won't go into all the details, but the main thing I just want to say, I'm, I'm saying sensitivity is like a broad term, like any sort of reaction to mm-hmm. a food. Okay. Um, so aside from allergies where, you know, like the scary immediate reactions where like, if you or your little one have an allergy, you, you probably know that, right? Like you had hives or, or hopefully not like anaphylactic or like any kind of those scary things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you would know about that, but other sort of symptoms you can look for. I kind of think about them on like a tiered level. So if it's just like general discomfort, um, especially in your baby, um, if you feel like they're just, you know, it's just doesn't feel normal, like how much they're crying, or they seem really gassy, like after eating or like, before going before like pooping, or whatever, if they seem really more uncomfortable than you, you feel like they should be. And even if it's your first baby, you're like, well, I don't know, like, I don't have anything like you do know, you know, because you're their mom. And even if you don't feel like it, you have that mother's intuition. So just get quiet with yourself. And just think like, okay, does this seem like a normal baby behavior? Or is it a little, a little more than that, right? So and then there, you know, we get to like colic, where doctors will diagnose your baby with colic and be like, there's nothing you can do. Well, maybe sometimes there is. So the first kind of level of these symptoms would just be kind of like general discomfort, like if it's a baby, then colicky, or gassy, um, things like that. Um, So that's where it could be a food sensitivity. 
Um, but again, we don't want to go straight to food. We don't want to make it the enemy. So I always like to, for breastfeeding moms, have them see a lactation consultant, um, make sure everything's good with that, like kind of rule out like the other obvious type things before, like before diving into a diet change, unless you're like, I'm cool. I'm going to try it. Like whatever. I'm fine. But a lot of times as a nursing mom, it's like the last thing you want to worry about. Right. Um, so when it's like those kind of, um, not super obvious symptoms, but just kind of general discomfort symptoms, it could be food, but like, I, I always like to rule out some other stuff first. Um, kind of the next level would be skin issues. Like eczema is super, super common. Um, I, I see a lot of babies with eczema or just skin issues. Um, a lot of babies with like red cheeks or like red around the mouth after they eat any sort of like skin issues. Um, food is likely to play a role in it, but a lot of times then there's something deeper going on in the gut. So again, this is where food is so powerful, where removing something like simply removing something like dairy or eggs or, or whatever seems right for you can help. And sometimes it all, it's all it takes, but a lot of times it takes more like adding in foods that are super healing and healthy, or maybe adding in like supplements or reducing stress can be huge for skin issues, <laughs> just reducing stress. And like your baby can feel your energy and your baby gets your stress hormones. If you're stressed, so a lot of times moms will be like, yeah, the, my baby's having a flare, but like, and I'm stressed, but what does that have to do with my baby? It's, it's got everything to do with your baby. Your baby can't talk. So your baby senses your energy, right? And absorbs that energy. So stress around the environment is going to stress out your baby. So anyway, going on a tangent there, but skin issues, food again can be a piece of it, but it's usually not the only, the only thing. And this is this, right. This is where like, let's, let's feel empowered by this because there's so many things that we can do to help heal, whether it's you with a skin issue or your baby. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last sort of um, tier of symptoms would be like GI issues um, bloody poops or like mucusy poops, things like that. That's when we know there's definitely some sort of food issue going on. There's inflammation in the gut. So we certainly want to eliminate whatever food is causing that. But then again, like not just eliminate food after food, like say you eliminate dairy, maybe it gets a little bit better, but not all the way. So then you eliminate another food and then another food. And <laughs> before you know it, you've eliminated like everything and your baby still isn't better. It's like, I always ask, well, what have you added in? to your diet, right? Like yeah. what have you done other than just eliminating things and stressing yourself out more? What have you added in to help heal too? So, so it's, it's a lot of, um, just balancing out like, okay, what, what's helpful to remove, but also what else can we do? Can we see a lactation consultant? Um, can we work on reducing stress? Can we work on reducing toxins in our environment? Can we work on adding in some nice anti-inflammatory foods, right? Um, so there's a lot that can go, that can like play into these, these symptoms. But if you or your baby are experiencing any of them, hopefully that's at least gives you like a little bit of a place to start. And it's quite interesting because, um, you know, especially like the whole 30 diet, or there's, you know, a lot of different elimination diets out there, which I feel like people do them a lot of times to lose weight or like as a detox or a reset or something. But the whole idea about these elimination type diets is not to like, yeah, I mean, they probably will help you feel better and maybe help you lose weight and all that kind of stuff. But then at the end of like, for example, the whole 30th, those, the end of those 30 days, you want to start adding those foods back in and notice how they make you feel right. 
So, and a, pe a lot of people forget about that. So it's again, like, what happens when we bring foods in, right? How, did that, how does that make us feel? We don't wanna just eliminate all these foods from our diet and drive ourselves crazy. A lot of times make things worse, right? So we need to pay attention to what we are feeding ourselves more even than what we're not feeding ourselves, our little ones. Yes, yeah, definitely becoming mindful and aware and in touch with our bodies, in touch with ourselves is so important. And without the intention, it won't happen. I mean, unless it was cultivated already in, in home life, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not gonna happen. Right, yeah, and hopefully all the moms that I work with <laughs> gets cultivated in their home life for their little ones, right? That's one of my, my big hopes, it's like, on the, on the surface, I'm helping your baby feel better, but really the big picture is I'm helping your baby grow up with, to be a natural born intuitive eater, right? Yeah. Yes. And teaching mom how to be an intuitive eater. And, and so, so together they can talk about how food makes their bodies heal. Like that's the big picture there, right? Yes. I know it was funny because it was funny to me at least, because the other day my son said something about Oh, I, I, I'm not hungry yet. I don't eat until I, until I'm hungry, like until I want to eat. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is That's amazing. Is not how it is for all my kids, but mm -hmm. it is for him. And it was good to know that because there will be times he like declines eating, but I didn't realize it was because like, he's like, nah, my body doesn't want it right now or whatever. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that, that I've had to come to that place. I've had to right. come to that place because I realized a few years ago, Oh, I'm going for the ice cream in the middle of the day because I'm feeling stressed because of the chaos with my kids. And I'm turning mm -hmm. to this yummy treat that I think is going to bring me some comfort and going to make me feel like, even though my life is going nuts, <laughs> here's something that's good. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was actually like through that type of experience that I realized, oh, I'd be able to become aware and mindful when I'm opening the freezer. Wait, why mm -hmm. am I here right now? Do I want this in this moment? Or is there another way I can help myself decompress and mm -hmm. get back into my body and feel safe enough that right. I don't have to turn to this for comfort, you know? Yeah, so. exactly. And even sometimes like having that thought is great, but sometimes like verbalizing it, like if your kid's next to you, say it out loud. Right. And then they start to notice and then they do the things like your son did where it's like, oh, my body's not tell telling me I'm not hungry. Or like sometimes my son will be like, my body's telling me that I need candy right now. <laughs> Let's think about that again. But, you know, either <laughs> like just getting them used to the idea of listening to their body and respecting their body. Right. Like they're maybe not always going to be um, like saying the truth of what their body's telling them. But it's so like back to my point is like as a mom, like as you're thinking through that, it's so powerful. So if your kids with you verbalize it and then they're like, yeah. yeah, then they, they don't even realize what they're picking up until you hear them say something like, well, I'm not going to eat cause I'm not hungry. You know? Right. Yes. Yeah. My, one of my girls tends to like the junk food and the sweets. And as much as I like try to curate a different type of diet, mm -hmm. you know, that's her preference. And there will be times where she's sneaking something and very much just emotional eating, right? We, we can mm -hmm. all identify with that. And so I've tried to encourage her to let me know, like, 
do you feel like you need something sweet right now? Because mommy can give you a hug. Mommy, mm-hmm. can, mommy wants to know when you are feeling like you need something to help you feel better or to calm down. And even just those times where she just needs attention. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to cultivate for her, like, let me know what you need because maybe it's that we can have a snack, but maybe a hug's going to make you feel better. You're going to have what you need in that moment. And you're not going to need the sweet treat or the yummy snack that's right to go to. So mm-hmm. it is really important, like you're saying, to just be talking with our kids about all of these topics and cultivating a different way of living for them. Cause I know for sure, like that is not what I came out of. I mean, there was a lot, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of knowledge around foods and what was perceived to be good for us or not. So I feel like I was educated in that regard, but just the mindfulness around what I'm eating and why Mm -hmm. has been something I I think I've had to learn. So we're giving a step up in that in that area yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I mean, you're not alone, right? I mean, there's so much, that's, I, I hate using the word like healthy food because it's like, what is healthy, you know, like, yeah. and labeling food is not healthy or healthy. It's like, I like using the word nourishing because that's like, if it's nourishing our body or not, but even going more than that, like changing the conversation with our kids about like, what makes our bodies feel good and what makes it not feel good. Right. And, yes. and if you want to eat a bunch of of candy or potato chips or something, then go for it. But sometimes I'll be like, oh, when I eat that much, I just don't feel good, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's, I mean, it's not always going to be perfect. Right. But it's at least like having that conversation going where they're, so they're not like bl- blocking their feelings or, you know, using food to, to overcome their feelings and giving them those options. Like, well, maybe let's go outside for a walk or maybe you just need a hug. Right. And then if they're like, no, I just want to eat this and okay, <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's okay. Um, it might not make you feel good or like, however you want to talk about it, but also not again, not making food the enemy. Right. Right. Yes. And letting it be an open conversation because mm-hmm. if my, like thinking of one of my kids, right. If she needs to hide when she's eating certain things, Mm-hmm. And she's going to cultivate this idea that shame should be a part of it. Then I don't, I don't want that to, to continue for her. I want her to know that no matter what she's choosing to eat, she can do it openly. And we don't need to have shame around certain foods or even certain behaviors. I'm, I just, I don't ever want to empower that shame. And like I said, like, it's not always going to be perfect. You know, sometimes they'll make what in your mind feels like the wrong choice, but that's okay. Right. And letting them know, like they, they can make these choices and they'll, kids are smart. Like they'll, they'll realize after the fact, if it wasn't a good choice or not for them. Right. So rather than whether it's food or anything, like rather than like you're saying, putting shame around the choices or the things they want to do. Um, you know, having the conversation open so they're aware of what they're doing, but sometimes just letting them, you know, indulge or <laughs> do what they need to do. And then they're like, oh yeah, mom was probably right. Like that was probably not the best choice, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I recognize that I don't know it all mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm ever evolving. So 
I put a lot of weight on that because it would be easy for me to get into that mindset that, well, I'm the parent, so I know better. And I recognize, no, I don't know about everything. I, you know, I, I don't know what's always going to be best for them. I'm, I'm going to try to help steer them in the way that I think is best mm-hmm. because I'm trying to love them well, but I know that I don't know it all. Right. Yeah. And yeah, for certain as a parent, it's hard to, to, to recognize <laughs> that you don't know everything that's right for your kid because you want to know everything that's right for your kid at all times, but yeah, you don't. And that's okay. All right. Well, where can all of the listeners find you and connect with you? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of a newbie on Instagram, but since you mentioned Instagram, um, you can find me there at MLB family wellness. Um, I always like, like Kareen mentioned, I like to post uh, what my toddler's eating for lunch or we live up in the mountains. So if you like to see how much snow we get, <laughs> I always give updates on how much snow we have, even in May, there's still snow on the ground. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. Um, if you do, if you are a breastfeeding mom who has a baby with food sensitivities, or if you think your baby might have food sensitivities, the best place to go is I have a free Facebook group called Dairy Free Breastfeeding, Surviving and Thriving. So you can just search that on Facebook. And there's like thousands and thousands of super supportive, amazing moms in there. Um, And then a lot of free resources in there and everything. So that's another great place to find me. Or just head to my website, mlbfamilywellness.com. All right. Super. And I'll have all those details in the show notes as well. Great. So thanks for coming on, Michelle. Really. Appreciate I had, you. thank you. Yeah. I had such a good time talking to you, Kareen. Thank you. Here we are. We've made it to the end. What'd you think about what you heard today? Is there something you heard that you know you need to take action on? I'm one of those people who loves to not just sit and hear something, but to sit and hear and then go ahead and start implementing, taking action on what I hear, what was stirred up in me. And I encourage you to do the same. If you enjoyed today's episode or perhaps you heard an episode in the past that really stuck with you, would you go ahead and share that with some of your friends and your family? It would mean so much to me. And also, if you want to connect with me, Remember, you can always find me throughout the week on Instagram. I'm Kareen underscore Change Radically. Or you can email me anytime, Kareen at ChangeRadically.com. I'd love to be in touch. And if there's any way that I can help you, please seek me out. Until we speak again next week, I hope that you will remember in the moments that are loud and busy and in the moments that are quiet and still, that who you are is super important. You are valuable. And I am so glad that you're alive.